Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes continued their quest to recover Gakin's body from the dead Warrens. Unfortunately, after fighting two sets of foes, they were only able to recover half of his remains. Will the next chamber containing a mad Darrow scientist contain the rest of the dead Showanti? The Cursed Campaign continues now. Was it all the crits you rolled last episode? Did we have a choice? Could we have passed on this one? Could have passed on it. You no. just have to explain to the listeners why you're no longer on the show. It's fine. Does <laughs> it pass go directly to main boss and die? <laughs> <laughs> if you pass, you end up in the Odiug pile. Ooh. Uh-oh. Which half of you? <laughs> Depends. <laughs> Vex's uh, head and face definitely get chewed by the Odiug. Mm. Tragic. Yeah, I was wondering if maybe top half or bottom half would be better, but I think maybe back instead of front. Yeah, that's really the best way. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't we can't choose how we go to the Odiug. Mm-hmm. The Odiug gets to choose. I've decided I'm going to roll well in this dungeon up until we get to the boss fight, and then I'm going to roll poorly. Oh, is that that's a kind of, is that a called shot you're making? Yeah, right that's that's going to be my mo for this dungeon. Chris wants one of us to die. Yeah, like, clearly. Diego could use a new friend, I think. No, so not mm. Diego. No, Diego's going to be fine. Okay. No, Diego will be fine as he watches as all of his friends die because he can't hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We'll see something, something I've been wondering for a little while and probably because I've seen nothing come across my desk is what everyone's backup character philosophy is. No reason, just you're in the final dungeon of book one. But what's everybody's backup character philosophy? You're going to come up with it once your character dies you already have one in the works you need to come back playing a similar role as your character maybe a different one i uh, i think that you don't know what your backup character is gonna truly be depending on what how bad the combat is like you can have some good ideas but man if two people go down this changes a lot of things so at all times i just have a solid layer of different personalities that maybe i'm ready to bring in and no clue on class if i got one character that dies you know, I come in is the same role. I got I got a little something brewed up for that. I can get a little weird with it, but yeah, more than one dies that changes the game. You could do so much. You'd be another barbarian, you think? No, definitely not. It'd be something new. <laughs> I love barbarian. I've, I enjoy playing it, but uh, I, I I always want to switch the class up if I I bring in, get a chance to bring a new character in. Are, are you gonna do a summoner with a barbarian dedication? Ooh, the reverse Diego. Yeah, that's that maybe. <laughs> It's Gakin's turn. It's Gakin's turn. <laughs> well, my philosophy and what I'm doing here are quite different. Usually I have a backup character in mind and actually usually something actually built. And I, I don't really have anything built. I think if Vec himself goes out and it's not one of those situations that Haley describes where more than one person goes and then you can start of or you can kind of start playing with changing up roles and stuff. I think I would like to fill a similar role with a backup character if it's a one-for-one swap. I've been bumping some ideas around in my head about how that might work and the actual personality and what have you of the new character. But uh, Griff, we haven't talked about any of that. So yeah, there's it's, a- it's funny. It's very different from your carrying crown philosophy, which was here's a backup character that's going to be my backup character forever. And I'm not going to think of any other backup characters. And here it is. A- 
level three. Well, <laughs> yes. In my defense, your character hasn't died. In my defense, I really thought every five or six episodes that my character was going to die. That's fair because you were always on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so you're saying I got to scare you guys a little bit more. No, no. So because I don't want to go through some of the stress that I was just like making characters all the time randomly because I was prepared because you also left us on cliffhangers. It's not just that like you always left us when it's like pretty sure you're going to die next time. First round. It's like, all right, guess I'll start working on that. Mm -hmm. We haven't hit that yet. It's only the first book. Plenty of time. Emily, you got a backup? I don't have anything built at this point. Who knows? Maybe after this dungeon, I will need to have something built. Uh, but I think if I do have to fill a similar role, I would enjoy that. There are some new classes, though, that have come out. So I think I would have fun playing around with some of the newer releases for yeah. our characters. Magus, call it it. <laughs> who's to say who's to say, who's to say? Hmm. that's interesting something maybe you should chew on because there's more than one severe encounter in here God damn it. now we all kind of make Dope. backup characters just food for thought all right i think this week's hero point is gonna go to diego because we finally saw a one hit greater than 50 damage Exactly. I don't 50. think even my exactly 50. I don't think I've even had a bad guy that's done that yet. Biggest hit of the show so far, I think. So enjoy your hero point. Yeah. Diego is a big hit. Yeah. With like one fan. Yeah. Diego got named a favorite character today. That's that's good. I'm I'm it's nice to diversify. It's the first time I've heard anything other than that. Yeah, so. Yes. Hey, I would. I, what can I say? I would hope that, you know, obviously there's gonna be a distribution favorite characters, but I hope that at least each of our characters is is someone's favorite character at the end of the day. That's like what they say about Pokemon. Like, they're a shitty Pokemon, but every Pokemon's someone's favorite. Mm -hmm. It's just like Vec is a Charizard and Diego's more like a Trubbish. seal. I think seal's probably multiple people's favorite. I get yeah, that with seal. It's, a, it's not going to break top hundo. Oh. I mean, I'm just my, giving you a hard time. My favorite Pokemon is Gloom. Yeah, that's a Clearly, weird one. Clearly, I don't think about yeah, that. That is a weird one. Uh, so this hero point comes from Tyler D. And it's for you, I guess. But <laughs> all it says is protect the figgy. So uh, you can tell who his favorite character <laughs> that's is. That's my role. <laughs> yeah. To your earlier point, you did say that, you know, a lot of people are saying that Vex is their favorite, which is great. I know I'm good for ratings. Um, but equally or more than that amount of people have come out in droves for Figgy. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously pretty well-developed. His backstory is pretty insane, so. Pretty decent representation for the Cowhammer Boys, too. The Cowhammer Boys. People are talking. People out for the Cowhammer Boys. Yeah. People are talking, and they're all saying moo. <laughs> God damn. When we get to episode 100 on this show, uh, it should be Figgy-centric, for sure. We should, we should really get an expose on Figgy's life. Yeah, it's uh, since we were on the Pokemon topic, it's going to be the Pokemon 2000 where uh, it's just like Figgy and the other companions oh, go yeah. off and do do their little side adventure. Can we do like a first 20 minutes of the Star Wars holiday special where there's no English? Yeah, that, that's exactly we're just, what we're Yeah, we're do. all just yeah. going to be making noises. Figgy, Figgy and his family having Thanksgiving dinner. God. <laughs> 
which I think will play very well. So yeah, no issues at all with that. The Nielsen families are loving it. <laughs> <laughs> so when last we left our heroes, they brought some comeuppance to Darrow animal abusers, <laughs> squashed them actually flat. I think the description was like Mr. Game and watch. They then ventured even deeper into a secret tunnel and found an Odiug king shit on top of his pile of shit. That was a bit more difficult of a fight for the group, but they managed to defeat the Odiug and found underneath him not only a part of Gakin's body, but also some interesting magical items. You healed up, you continued a little bit further, and down the next path, you were greeted by another Darrow and these, like, forearm long mosquito looking creatures and i need you guys to roll for initiative oh my God. yeah oh my getting God. little uh mosquito witch vibes here from this uh this room okay mir what you got uh i got a 31 31 wow how about sylvie 13 sylvie with a 13 diego 15 15 and vec 25. Ooh, Vec with a 25. Not bad. At the start of combat, it is Mirror. Okay. Let's see. What can I actually see? I can really only see the sorted Darrow Strangler. Oh, yes. The sorted Darrow Strangler. <laughs> you can't see my gnarly barb blood seeker or my affable barb blood seeker. I cannot see them it's right a shame. now. They're, they're quite the pair. I see their name on the initiative tracker. It's very funny. <laughs> Let's see. What is my distance? I think this one is only 30 feet. That's 25. All right. I'm going to produce flame. <laughs> okay. What I am going to say is from you to it, there is quite a bit of wall, even though you okay. can see it. And so it is going to have cover to this. Okay, that feels fair. So then, do I take out the cover or you? I will consider the cover. Okay, awesome. It's a 23 to hit. 23 does hit, even with cover. That is awesome. All right. You're actually hitting this time. I know, it's so nice. And that's eight damage. It's, I keep roll. I have rolled a one on every time I've done a D4 roll lately. It is like at least one is one. All right. And then I will command Figgy to move up and uh, bite. Okay. So then Figgy is going to jaw attack. Uh, natural one. Natural one. That's ah. a miss. Knew it would come eventually. All right. It's my... Affable Barb Bloodseeker's turn. What's going to happen here is it's actually going to move into Figgy's square. So it moves into Figgy's square because it's a tiny creature and it's going to strike at Figgy. That sucks. How about a 19? A 19 is going to hit exactly. Okay, so what happens here is it hits Figgy with its barbed legs, and that allows it to attach. It doesn't do any damage. It just attaches to him. Now, Figgy is... 
doesn't get the grab condition, but is in essence grabbed by this thing, it will move with him unless he can break free of it. And what happens immediately is this thing's going to use its final action to blood drain, dealing two points of damage and making Figgy drained one. Oh, Oh, no. no. Next in the order is Vec. Ooh, this is a tough one for listeners at home. Vec, Mir, and Gaken are all kind of piled up in that Odiug room. And then we have about a 10, 15 foot little secret passage that we're piled up in before this other room with the adversaries opens up. So I'm quite far away from the enemies and really have no good lines of sight. I could see the one assailing Figgy. So I think Vec is going to initially focus his efforts on that one. We're going to open up with a little intimidating glare. See if I can't get him frightened before people can probably guess what's coming. (laughs) There we go. 29. It's that will DC. Okay, with the 29, just double check because it is a mosquito. However, he doesn't have immunities to mind affecting effects so uh that's gonna get him he's frightened too wonderful okay so that might give us a little bit of a better opportunity to wipe this thing off the door before it does too much more damage to figgy but in the meantime vex gonna charge up that tattoo he can see this creature and he's gonna go ahead and shock him with the electric arc (laughs) Haley, i've also got a one-on-one of these so you're not alone a total of eight points of electricity damage, but I'm going to need that reflex save to see what actually happens there. Mm-hmm. Are you only hitting that? Can you only see that first Bloodseeker from where you are or the arc? I can I can see the other one, but both creatures have to be less than 30 feet away, and that further one is not. Okay. Mm. Yep. So that is a 20. 20 meets beats with the frightened condition? Yes, with ah, the frightened too. Darn. Okay then that's only going to be four points of damage. Okay, you still managed to zap it, but you recognize it's kind of hard to even, like, this isn't a targeted spell, mm-hmm. but you're having a, having trouble with it flying on kind of the opposite side of Figgy down a jagged hallway that twists and turns. Exactly. All Figgy's hair is standing up now on end. I think I put the fear of the gods in him. Get that little sucker. <laughs> it's my turn. Okay. The... Darrow is going to move back into the room and is going to go ahead and uh, because it can't really much like you guys are having difficulty seeing in, it can't really see the group in the back that well. So it's going to target the the one threat it can see, which is uh, Diego and Sylvie. So Diego and Sylvie are the only ones affected by this sound burst, but I need fortitude saves. 22. 22. 21. Okay, those both succeed. Yay. So you guys are going to take half damage here. So it would be 10, but it is 5. 5 sonic damage. Next up, got another Bloodseeker. This one is going to... Better keep its butt away from Figgy. We'll see about that. There we go. He's going to move over into Sylvie's square mm. and you gotta make an attack at Sylvie oh and I haven't acted yet ooh okay 
Uh, this is a 20. And I would be considered flat-footed? You would not be considered flat-footed. Okay. That's not how uh, 2 works. You just don't get a reaction for your nimble dodge. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's okay, because it doesn't hit. Okay, then it's going to strike at you again. Uh, that won't miss with the... Or that will miss with the same uh, roll. So it's in your square, but it's not attached to you. Okay. Diego, you're up. Okay. Diego is next to Sylvie and about five feet-ish away from Figgy. Both of them have these blood seekers on them. He's going to take a five-foot step up so that he is uh, adjacent to both of these characters and their blood seekers. And he's going to do some very surgical maul strikes against the blood seekers. We, we can all picture sure. how easy that is. Surgery is supposed to be mad game. Hey, I'm just trying what to inflict are you targeting them. first. I'm going to target the one on Figgy's square since that one is frightened too. Sure. 26 to hit. That is exactly a critical because of yeah. frightened too. Yay! Wipe this thing off the board. 26 points of damage. Okay, yeah, that uh, that one pops. Unfortunately, you hadn't make, made a knowledge check on it at all. No. The barb sticks into Figgy, and a gout of blood starts coming out of his neck. He's bleeding. No. So Figgy is bleeding one. Bleeding like a one persistent damage? Yes, one persistent okay, bleed okay. damage. Okay, well... That was a little unfortunate, but I think I can target the one on Sylvie next because it hasn't sunk its barbs into her. So if I kill this one, we shouldn't have that same effect. With natural two, though, that's not going to hit. Nope, that won't do it. Sylvie, last in the order. Sylvie slashes out with her kukri at this creature, saying, that is close enough. That is a 23. 23 hits. That is nine points of slashing damage. All right. And she's going to slash again. Ooh, not nearly as high. That's only a 15. Yeah, 15 doesn't do it. All right. Final action. She raises her dueling cape, trying to get it in between herself and this insect. Sounds good. Top of the round is Mirror. All right. It is... Mir's turn, and I'm trying... I, I would like to understand a little bit better uh, drained condition. Is that just a minus one to uh, constitution-related items, and does that stay for this turn? So drained is when a creature successfully drains your blood or life force, you become less healthy. It always includes a value. You take a status penalty equal to your drain value on constitution-based checks, such as fortitude saves. You also lose a number of hit points equal to your level times the drain value, and your maximum hit points are reduced by the same amount. I see this now. Okay. Uh, you would need to make a knowledge check about this specific type of drain. To, like, know when it goes away? Yeah. Okay, so drained isn't one of those things Drain doesn't tick. tick. No. Okay. That is potentially problematic. So, like, sickened, it may require some kind of save or some kind of other condition to reduce the value. And when do I take my bleed? You take your bleed when it at the start of the turn, and then you roll for your uh, you roll to save against the bleed at the end of the turn. Okay, so I will take my one damage now. Yep. From my bleed, great. Thank you. I haven't actually, I think, experienced bleed or drain with these with this character, so this was new. 
No, I haven't thrown uh, Bloodseekers at you yet. Yeah. I guess you might have experienced it when we played Mosquito Witch for the patrons. Hmm. I don't think yeah. I did. Does Figgy have a red Pokemon health bar now? Is it digging at us? Uh, no. Okay, good. Mira is going to move up 10 feet and into this tunnel. Uh, so now we're all kind of squeezing, not squeezing in this like tunnel between the rooms. From there, Figgy will be fine for a little bit. So I do think I'm just going to cast at the uh, Darrow Strangler. Sure. Another produced flame because that's just yeah, it's the best. Okay. It's a nice, easy one if I can hit. That's that's really what it's dependent on. All right. Let's uh, see. Uh, 27 hit. 27 hits. All right. And then let's see on damage. <gasps> That's uh, nine points of fire damage. And Figgy would then be able to act on his own, and he will uh, attack at the Bloodseeker on Sylvie. Sure. So he will bite at that. 24. 24 hits. Ooh, awesome. Figgy's getting a little snack today. Yeah, he loves eating bugs, baby. That is 12 piercing. Oh, yeah, he crunches it. It, it bursts in a little pop of blood in his mouth. Oh, my. It's like he just ate like, he ate like a juicy raspberry or something. He's got the oh. trickle. Oh, nice. A juicy summer berry. <laughs> well, well, I'm full as a tick. <laughs> he says, Belly's hanging low to the ground. He's, <laughs> he's, he's dragging on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vec, you're up next. Oh, honestly, I don't really want to be. I'm stacked up behind everybody who's in this passage. If I run forward, I'm just going to get right in the Darrow's face and be immediately hit. So Vec is going to say, move in, I'll be right behind you, and delays his turn until after Diego. Did we roll the uh, to see if figure recovers? No, we didn't. Go ahead and go ahead and roll a flat check. It is a DC 15, so 15 or higher, he will stop bleeding. Okay. Nine. Nine, okay. He continues to bleed. All right, so Vec is waiting, mm-hmm. which means the Darrow Strangler is up. Uh, let's see. The first thing he's going to do is attempt. We bunch together for a sound burst for you. Yeah, he only gets one of those. So he's going to go ahead and make a trick or trip attempt on Figgy with his Atlas. He <laughs> swings it around and aims for Figgy's feet. These are horrible people when it comes to animals. Yeah, no kidding. Figgy's in the front. Uh, horrible people when it comes to animals. Okay, that's a 19 on the die, so a 30 against your that's a fortitude. Okay. I have a 10 fortitude save. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's a critical. Yeah. yeah. Um, I believe trip does have a critical effect. So not only do you fall prone, but I think you take a little bit of damage, too. Like a decent bludge. Yeah, that sounds about right. So your fee's also going to take two points of bludgeoning damage as he falls um, unceremoniously onto the ground. Feels rude. <laughs> it does feel a little rude, huh? <laughs> mm. Then I need 
Diego to go ahead and make me a will save. Okay, here we go. 21. 21, you are just barely good. What does he feel happen? What is this? Well, he feels his mind get um, get cloudy as it attempts to daze him. Mm. And he's going to take uh, one point of damage. <laughs> Ooh. Next in the order, we've got Diego, since Vec has delayed till after him. Diego easily shakes off this attempt by this Darrow and growls at him. Save your magic for the boneyard. He is going to move in and up and around behind this guy. And now I'm going to maul him. 16 on the die goes to a 27. 27 hits. Okay. 15 points of damage. And I I think I will just swing again. I'm going to I'm going to try to roll high. Okay. 17 on the die. I did. That goes to a 23. Yep, with 23, you got him again. Yes! Nice! Gotta love a double hit. Not raging, but I'm getting some swings in. 18 points of damage. What's it look like? Yeah. Oh, just, oh, man. Uh, he, he comes in from the side, hits him squarely with one maul, one, one side of the maul, comes back around, hits him with the other. And he goes flying over one of the nearby workbenches, just scattering all the contents to the floor. With that, the room is still. You see two paths to the north and a path that continues to the east. There is a hutch that I mentioned. It's in the kind of northeastern corner of the room. And there is a body on this table. However, examining it, it it doesn't appear to be... Gaken. It's a whole body. Uh, I would allow like a medicine check or maybe even a nature check here. Mm-hmm. I can do both. <laughs> this is all very macabre, but I'm still worried about Figgy bleeding though, right? We have to... Does that resolve? Oh yes, Figgy's yeah, Figgy's still bleeding. So What do uh, I do with that? You could just heal him to full. If you heal him to full, the bleed goes away. Okay. Should I like heal animal and then... Yeah, you would definitely want to do whatever's fastest. You can't take time to... Like 10 minutes, he's going to bleed out every six seconds. Okay, yeah. I hear. I hear you. All right. So let's get into heal animal, which it's been a really long time since I've done it. Okay. So I I do think that I will do the two action that'll be faster as well. I'm just trying to make sure I get all of the good healing all at once. Mm -hmm. So I'm reading all the details, which includes... The fact that if I do a two action, it, he gets an additional eight hit points. So I will do the two action heal here. And I don't think I just have to. I automatically roll to heal uh, with medicine check and I just have to roll the hit points. <laughs> yeah, because heal animal is a focus spell, correct? Yeah, it is. It's a focus spell. So, yeah, there's no medicine check involved in a focus spell. Good, you don't want to crit fail that. Totally have it. Bleeding out Figgy. What do I do? I usually heal with a medicine check, not with Figgy. All right, so I rolled two D8 here. I got uh, eight plus one for nine plus another eight is going to be 17. Does that get Figgy to full? I assume it does. Um. If it doesn't, he continues to bleed out. I only know I'll try. Hang on. That gets Figgy to full with the drained condition. Uh, the drained condition goes away. 
Yeah, sweet. Hey, Diego's like an animal, right? As a cat folk, you could probably use that on him in combat. Would you like to also only be able to wear barding? Hmm. Noted. Noted. I will respectfully decline my previous uh, sure. offer. If you want, if you want that spell to work, I'm just going to ask that you follow the other conventions of being a companion. Touche. Haley, make sure you'd use an action to command Diego as well in combat. I, I shall. Thank you. Ugh. So how about that medicine? Or yeah, let's look at this show? body. Oh, yes. That is still uh, something. I was so worried about giving Figgy up. Take a look with medicine. Uh, 17. Mir's probably going to beat that easy. Yes, I did get a uh, 23. I didn't roll super well, but I rolled okay. Yeah, you think those blood seekers were probably actually being used for medical experiments in here. This body looks completely drained of blood. And you can tell with... Like under these tables are actually like buckets. They're full of semi-coagulated blood. This was some sort of an exsanguination chamber. Yuck. That is horrible. Hey, gotta make medical advances and discoveries somehow, you know? I'm not sure why, but they're collecting blood. Maybe doing some experiments. Can't be for anything good, I imagine. And Griff, there's no like big vats of blood in here or anything. If they're draining people, it's somewhere else, right? Am I? There's there's like that? buckets under the table. Okay, okay. Well, then they're just very strange. It's not to say that they're not um, using the blood somewhere else as well. Sure. The bodies in the other room, were they drained of blood as well? That's a good question. Yeah, if we look at some of the remains near the Otiag, were they just like throwing the, the leftover body parts after they drained them to him? Sure, you go back in there. Some of them do have that similar pallor that would say that they're not, that, that they, they've been drained of blood. Uh, other ones are, you know, kind of like Gakins. Like they, they weren't drained of blood, but some of them are pieces and parts. Hmm. Very good point, Sylvie. It looks like some of them are. They have just been handing those off to the Otiag as convenient disposal when they're done with them. But others like Gakins are still, still. Not intact, but not drained. They they must be doing things with bodies elsewhere, too. Seems there's more to find here. I hope we are able to find the rest of him. If that's all we find searching this room, you guys want to proceed onwards? Well, there is the hutch. Oh, the hutch. Yeah. All right, let's look in the hutch. Sure. You open up the hutch. It is not locked. You find a strange sphere. Okay. When you touch it, it causes all the hair on your head to stand up. I would allow a crafting or um, maybe even some kind of lore to, to figure out what this is. Society might get you something, but that would be probably a much more difficult check. What, weather lore? Static electricity lore? Mm. <laughs> Engineering lore for sure. Oh. Local legend lore? <laughs> well, Sylvie has crafting so she can take a look at it with that knowledge oof awesome. 11 11 you're not really sure you could roll a society all right switch and die here Ooh, much better that is a 28 okay ooh. with a 28 you just remember what this might be and it's kind of weird that it's here but also not this is called a galvasphere. It's a gadget that 
that is normally, uh, you know, it's technological in nature. And you've heard of certain um, certain areas in Ustalav having brought this technology down from um, from Irisen. It's what's known as a piece of uh, a piece of like Teslin technology. And the reason it's so that makes it weird that it would be here. But the reason it's not as weird that it's here is that a Galvisphere animates a corpse to motion via electricity rather than necromancy. I don't like that. When you activate the Galvisphere by inserting it into an adjacent intact medium or small humanoid corpse, the corpse animates as a Galva heart zombie for one minute has the statistics of a zombie shambler, except that it's a construct instead of undead. It isn't evil. It can't be harmed by positive energy. It is the same size as the corpse. The zombie acts as your minion and performs the actions you choose when you command it. If you don't command it, it takes no action. Twitching in place as the electricity that animates it slowly expands itself. Ooh, Sylvie takes a moment to think about that knowledge and then shares what she knows with the party. This is quite a powerful item. I can see that it's potential use here. Diego's eyes narrows as you describe the purpose and intent of this thing. I don't like that this type of technology can exist. I don't think that people should be disturbing corpses and the dead in this way. I know we have to try to understand what it was being used for here, but after we clear out this place, I would be in favor of destroying it. You won't get an argument from me. I'm in in favor of letting sleeping dogs lie. I don't need a corpse shambling around following me about. I I also don't know how we're going to destroy it. I'm worried it's just going to shock us all. We can worry about the specifics later. I just, we certainly... You can't let this fall into other people's hands. Its, it's use is, is disrespectful. We can take the item now and maybe later I can look at how to disable it. That sounds like a good idea. I'd prefer if you take it so then we're not dealing with maybe someone coming up and snatching it and running. The safest place is with us. Characters sure are suspicious of someone coming and snatching something. When does that happen? It's going to happen. Okay. It, it will happen. Don't worry. We're in a Darrow Warden. There's all sorts of little schemers down here. I don't trust those Darrow. <laughs> Their MO is little schemer. We all know yes. this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think literally. Yes. <laughs> They've been scheming all the blood out of these bodies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If, if there's nothing else notable in the room, you know, perceptions, uh, tech magic, all that fun stuff. It looks like there's three other ways to get out of it. There's a way to the northwest that I'm going to assume leads back to the main way to get in here, the way that we decided not to come in. Mm-hmm. If we peek back up there, is that what we see, Griff? Yep. Yeah, as you go back up that way, you you see to your north, there's the, uh, the larger chamber with the columns that those skeletons attacked you in. Sweet. So that leaves us with two other directions we could go, uh, a northeast and a east, but that's kind of towards the southern end of the room. Yeah, Sazzy would pipe up here. Uh, that that area to the north, that gets real narrow. That's where I came in through. Mm. That's good intel. Thank you, my friends. 
I'm not in favor of squeezing somewhere I don't belong. You all interested in going east? I don't see why not. Sounds good. Okay, so you make your way to the east. And I believe it was Figgy and Mir that are searching. Diego's scouting. Sylvie's still sneaking. Mm-hmm. What is this? I want to know things about this hallway. Hmm. Oh, no. Are those all skulls? Yeah, they look like it. Spooky. Oh, my. I'm going to chug my anti-skull salvi. Oh, you have one of those? Mm-hmm. Nice. How'd you get that? GM Fiat. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Mir and Figgy can roll me perception checks. What you guys see as you enter is that the walls and ceiling of this tall hallway are encrusted with dozens of yawning skulls. Their mouths open into dark holes in the wall. Bad. Very bad. Yeah, I don't like love that. All right, Figgy got a 21 on his perception, and Mir got a 14. (laughs) Yeah, Figgy (laughs) turns his head around notices a scuttling sound before anyone else. Okay. Towards the south or the north? Towards the south. He kind of whips around to the south. Mir, unfortunately, you did not recognize what was happening. And the skulls begin to glow this unearthly green. Excuse me. And let's see. One of the skulls, the one kind of looking Vec in the face, sprays this gout of acid oh, at no. Vec. Why, why me? She's the one that failed. It's random. Oh. One of you in the hallway. Okay, that's a 22. That hits. You're going to take, oh, 12 points of acid damage. Oof. Ow. Lord! And three points of persistent acid damage. Oh, wonderful. That's horrid. And then you see what Figgy was worried about. Ugh. Out of the north and south walls from between the crevices. No. Crawl these skeletal centipede creatures. I'll show you a picture of them. I don't know if I want to see them at this point. Uh, As it turns out, it is horrible. Those are bad. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is horrible. That's much worse than I thought. This is, oh, man, though, the, those, uh, the mandibles on this, like the jaw. Yeah. That reminds me uh, so much in Hercules, the animated movie. There is definitely, um, like, a thing that has that exact thing going on. It's like if you had the skeleton of a snake with the skull of a predator from predator. That's what this thing looks Apt like. Description. Mm-hmm. Mir, what you got? Don't I just keep my same? Oh, yes, you do. So you, uh, 14. Keep that 14. Figgy's going to act with you. Mm-hmm. Diego. 21. 21 for Diego. Vec. Ooh, not bad at all. 28. 28 for Vec. Sylvie. 25. Okay. Vec, you're first to act. Uh, This skull spit acid on you. You see these creatures to either side of the room. What do you do? When does my persistent tick? At the beginning or the end? Yes, at the beginning. So you're going to take that three points of acid. Okay. That's harmful. 
God, that is unfortunate. Because if it ticked at the end, I could have hit myself with a lay on hands and nullified the whole thing. Ah. That'd be at max. <sighs> Maybe that's... Nah, I don't think that's the call. I don't know what I want to do, actually. This happened quite fast. They're skeletons, so, you know, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. With that rubble. <laughs> that's a good point. All right. First action. They appear to be some sort of undead. Vec is going to use religion to try and understand what they are. Sure. Natural one. Great. Start. Uh, you think they are constructs? Some sort of robot here. <laughs> then. God, this sucks. All right. He is going to lay on hands himself for 14 points of healing, which brings him to 55 of 56, which will not clear the persistent damage. It wouldn't anyway. That's only for bleed. Oh, only for bleed. Okay, well then never mind. Maybe I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. Mm. You got any I, bases you want to douse yourself in? Milk of magnesia, maybe? <laughs> I'd give you a... I'd give you a uh, I do bonus have to your, uh, a whole to flat check. bunch of... Hold on. I'd give you an extract of anti-acid. Lesser. I have... I have soap. I don't think that's going to do anything. Uh, chalk is, an, is a base, and I got a lot of that. We all have lots of chalk. <laughs> <laughs> Griff, can I take an action to grind up some chalk and sprinkle it on myself as a second action, or as a second and third action? Yeah, you can do that, uh, and then I'll make it... That's creative. I'll make it a DC 10 flat check then at the, at the end instead of 15. All right, great. So, yes... He tries to remember what these things are, but he's burning alive from acid. <laughs> Hold on, everybody! He smashes the chalk in his hands and it rains down all over him. Let's see what happens with this flat check. All right, chalk boy. Five off the die. Uh. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. You, you, only, right. you only used one stick and you needed three, so... Unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I have like nine more. Okay. Sylvie. Sylvie sees there's a creature only 10 feet away from Mir and Figgy, and she doesn't want it to get up in Mir's face. So she strides up and does a tumble through and will flip back around to uh, right in front of Mir uh, if she is successful with this acrobatics. Ooh, only a 17. 17 is not a success. Ah, uh, okay. So she stops short, uh, still in the same position, though. She just doesn't have panache. No panache. Ah, uh, she heard the information that Vec gave her, but looking at the creature in front of her, she sees bones. And last time, bludgeoning damage did well against bones. So she still has her, uh, in one hand, she has covered in a gauntlet, so she punches with this gauntlet at this creature. Sure. Oh, it's cocked. Ugh, 13. 13 does not hit. Uh, but what you do realize is that maybe he was, what he was saying had a little bit of truth in it. These don't seem to be acting like the skeletons. Mm. You think there's something arcane about them? Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Like she could do an arcane knowledge check to get him? Like an arcana or a crafting are the things that get you knowledge on these. Reasonable to think that religion would. 
considering that they're considering their bones. Yeah. All right, that has piqued my interest. I am gonna do Arcana. Okay. Oh, only I had rolled this before. That's a natural twenty for a twenty-nine. Natural twenty. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is this is a pro GM move. They actually are constructs. But I fed it to Steve as if it was fake informa- bad information because he's supposed to get bad information anyway from a bad, bad so, roll. So, so these are be- constructs. Because I rolled the wrong knowledge check, I failed that so hard I got the right information. <laughs> yep. Wow. Because I knew you would think, okay, that's bullshit that they're constructs. I that kinda love that. They are constructs. <laughs> uh, so you get two pieces of information on these guys. Ooh. How do you pronounce what they are? That, that These name? are necrophidiuses. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I wonder if something like that sphere was used to make some of these. Um, so I would like to know their special defenses. Uh, special defenses, they have no resistances, so I'll give you their immunities. They are immune to bleed, death effects, disease, doomed, drained, fatigued, healing, mental, necromancy, non-lethal attacks, paralyzed, poisoned, sickened, and unconscious. Uh, Probably the biggest piece of information from that for your party is that uh, you're not going to be intimidating these things. They're mindless. How about another question? Oh, these things look kind of strange. I bet they have some interesting special abilities, so let's get those. Sure. They have an ability called a Dance of Death, which takes all their actions for a turn, but it's a visual effect. Uh, it can cause you to be anything from flat-footed to stunned. No. Hmm. That does not sound pleasant. But that is all of Sylvie's three actions, and she, of course, relays that information to the party. Sure. And apologizes to Vec for doubting him. I forgive you. Now let me take care of the fact that I am melting, and we can talk about this more later. <laughs> Fair enough. It is the glamorous Necrophidius' turn. Sylvie has moved up on it, so it is going to attack her. She's going to nimble dodge. Okay. Ooh, was on a 20, rolled over to a 2. That's a miss. It's then going to step up. If only I wouldn't have nimble dodged. <laughs> That'll learn you. And it's going to attack at Figgy. <gasps> Cruel. Ooh, maybe. Uh, 19. That will not hit. It hit before because I forgot to put the barding on. It doesn't hit. Okay. It is, uh, well, it is not Diego's turn yet because it is the trap's turn. And the trap is going to target, let's see, there are five of you. It does not target non-living targets. Okay, Mir, the first one's coming at you. Okay. Okay, that's 28. Uh, That does hit, yeah. Okay, so you're (laughs) going to take six points of acid damage. And on your turn, you're going to take one persistent acid damage. Next, it's going to target Mir again. How about a 18? Probably doesn't hit. Does right? not hit. Nope. Okay, and then the final one is coming at Figgy. No. That one is only a 19. That doesn't hit. 
as we found out last turn. Yes. That's the trap's turn. It's Diego's turn now. Okay. Diego is going to, wielding his maul, rage. And you see the maul begin to pulse softly with positive energy. You know, I've always been uh, adding that extra energy in, but for Spirit Barbarian, it's either negative or positive, depending on what I want. I don't know if that's going to do anything special to these guys, but if they're undead, it's worth a shot. He is the northmost player character in this hallway of skulls, and 20 feet north of him is one of these necrophidiuses. He is going to stride up to that one and try to swing at it. Sure. 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Okay. A little bit of positive in here if it matters. 25 points of damage, bludgeoning. All right. None of that is positive. It's just 25 bludgeoning. Three of that is positive. Okay. It is the other Necrophidius's turn. I need everyone to make a will save. A will save? Yes. Okay, hang on. Ooh, 18. That might be dangerous. Uh, Figgy got a 26. I got a two on the die. Whatever this is that is bound to critically fail. Oof. It's still early in this fight and kind of in this dungeon. But this could be really bad, so I'm throwing the hero point on it. Okay. Natural 20. Nice. Ooh. Sylvie got a 24. Okay. Mir did get a 29. Okay. Mir and Vec, you're good. You're immune to this one's uh, dance of death for 24 hours, not the other ones. The lowest I heard was an 18. Yes. So you were all flat-footed until the end of its next turn. I am shocked at 26 to think. That's just a success. A regular success means you're flat-footed. Gotcha. It's next turn. Mir, you're up. Do you realize that this is a trap? Okay. What does uh, Mir know about that being a trap? Does that mean something? You know that if you're trained in thievery, you can disable it. Otherwise, it's just going to keep spitting acid three times a turn at you guys. If I was trained in thievery... All right. Oh, you're not. That's Sylvie wild. Is. I don't know why you have trap finding and you're not trained in thievery. <laughs> I am. I was on Figgy Sheet. <laughs> Figgy's not trained in thievery. I am. So I could disable this trap from here? You could disable one of the skulls from there. There's skulls all over the wall and they're all spitting acid. That's too many. Like, how many are there? Because based on the image, I mean, that's three per five foot square. Yeah, are there just like three that need to be disabled, or is it 37 in here? <laughs> You'd have to make a, some kind of knowledge check, probably either a crafting or a thievery. All right, well, I'm going to take my persistent one acid damage. Okay. Um, let's see. So I am at 37 health. And then, I mean, I got great bludgeoning, so I think that's... I think I, I think it makes sense that I do that, because I... I, I don't I'm, I don't know if I should be spending my entire turn figuring out what to do about this trap. So I'm going to cast a scatter scree on the closest necrophidious to me, which is the glamorous one. Okay, so that's a reflex. Yes. 22. Uh, that will succeed. It's a basic reflex, which means you take half damage. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, damage there is maximum for 12, so you will take half at six. Oops. Okay. And then, so that is that I should probably put down. It does have this, like, line that will exist of basically, like, bad, uh, like, uh, difficult terrain. So there's that. I'm going to put it, if I can't, do you think I can, like, put it in the wall, or should I just basically say it's down below so like it has like a five foot square below it should it sure yeah you can put it there okay great cool all right that was uh two actions my next action i think i'm just going to have biggie attack okay twice so it it might be good to make a the the trap check eventually too because i think that thing's going to keep hurting us okay so then i can take a knowledge i can do a knowledge check and then figgy can act on its own what is the knowledge check thievery Oh, I thought I thought there was additional knowledge. If you want to know like how it's disabled, that's also thievery. I thought there was a knowledge needed to understand how many there were. Is that the thievery? Yes. Oh, okay. 20. You think uh, every skull that you disable is going to reduce its actions by one. But I don't know how many there are. Well, it's, it's acted it only three has times, three actions so. a turn, so you can put together that if you disable three skull, three skulls, it won't be able to act. Okay. Alright, and then um, Figgy will attack the... That's a 24 to bite. That bites. Nice. 15 points of piercing. Okay. Tech, you're up. Okay. Oh, I need to make it. Do I make a save for this? Persistent? No. Yes. DC yes. 15. Okay. DC 15 for my persistent acid. Mm-hmm. Natural 20. Okay. Yeah. Griff, to continue the chalk reduction, <laughs> the action economy there. Okay. So here you go. Um, oh, wait. I'm not going to. I already rolled it. So you take your three points of acid damage. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you have chalk. You can spend an action to try and continue rubbing it on yourself. Okay. So with his first two actions, Vec is just going to focus fire this Necrophidius down to the south that's getting hit by Figgy and company with an electric arc. True. So let's get a reflex save there. Uh, 30. Exactly a crick success. So nothing happens. Then Vec is going to continue to sprinkle chalk on himself and roll a flat check. Yes. DC 10. 18. Okay, you're success. no longer persistently burning from acid. For now. For now. <laughs> Sylvie. Assuming that Mir shared the information on this trap, it's a... Uh, are thieves tools required to disable a device here? Nope, it just requires you to be trained in thievery. Hmm, Okay. Sylvie attempts a tumble through to enter the square with the difficult terrain to set up a flank with Figgy. Okay. Oh, a natural one. So, no. Nope. You stop right there. You could just move there. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to disable the device, it's two actions. Uh, I will move there and then attack to try to get rid of this creature. Okay. Uh, she's gonna gonna use her kukri this time. Alrighty. That is a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty hits. Woo! Yeah, sweet. 
still no panache. Uh, that's eight points of slashing damage. Okay. And that's her turn. All right. Next in the order is this Necrophidius. It's going to attack at Mir. Remember, you're flat-footed. No. Yes, you are. Everybody is flat-footed until the end of the next Necrophidius. Oh, no, you're you're one of the ones that's not. Right. I, I was going to say, I critically succeeded. Yeah, so it's going to attack Figgy. I was fine when it was me. <laughs> okay. Uh, dirty 20. That will hit. Okay. You know, Figgy's flat feet means he can't be drafted, though, so there's always a, there's always a plus side to these situations. <laughs> that is... Seven points of piercing damage. I need Figgy to make me a fortitude save. Okay. How's a 29 treat you? 29's good. It's then going to attack at Sylvie. Sylvie, nimble, dodges. It's a miss. Yes. And then it's just going to um, go ahead and use some acrobatics to try and get through Figgy. That was a 25. What is that against? It's against your reflex DC. So that's 10 plus? Yes. Uh, you do succeed because I only have a plus 11 reflex. So that'd be a 21. Okay. It moves to the other side of folks. Now, it's the trap's turn. This one's targeting Figgy. Figgy's still flat-footed. That's a 23, which will hit him. Yes. That's nine points of acid damage and two points of persistent acid damage. Next one's coming at Vec. Oh, man. Ooh, probably not. 16. No, sir. And the final one is Comet Sylvie. Remember, you were also flat-footed yeah. here, Sylvie. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Yes, because I'm flat-footed. Okay. Ooh, minimum. Two points of acid damage and four points of persistent. I hear acid-washed clothing is all the rage in Corvosa right now. You guys are pretty acid-washed here. All right, now it is Diego's turn. Okay, from behind him, he might hear the clattering of bones from that other Necrophidius moving north up the room and maybe knows he needs to take care of this one in front of him first. So I am swinging down at him with the maul, waiting for that sweet, sweet crunch of bones against metal. Ooh, I think I'm going to spend a hero point to reroll that natural five. Okay. Natural two wasn't worth that. Mm. All right, but I'll take that hero point. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, okay. Our hero points are looking light. Going to attack again. Yeah. Hoping for a high roll. Don't get it. Another natural two. Okay. Then I'm going to take a five-foot step back, I think, to just give myself a little bit of distance. Sure. That's my turn. Well, it is the experienced Necrophidius' turn. It's going to move up to you, Diego, and you are flat-footed until the... You you did not save, right? So you are flat-footed until the end of its turn. So it attacks... Ooh, but that probably won't do it with a dirty 18. That hits. Oh. Because I'm flat-footed, that hits and I'm raging. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, yeah, the rage. Yeah. Ooh! 12 points of piercing damage, and I need you to make a fortitude save. Oh, yeah, this is what I was worried about. Little, little rider on the on the, the attack here. 
Oh no. Now this is a 16 unless this is a disease effect and then it's a 17. Okay, I will take that into account. Because you are a higher level than it, and this has the incapacitation trait. Oh, thank gosh. You do not become paralyzed. <gasps> oh, thank goodness. That's a boy. well-needed success. Yeah, wasn't a success, bud. The, <laughs> but, the incapacitation. But, but the incapacitation trait took it up a level because you're a higher level than it. Uh, I think it's, it's just going to keep biting at you. So it bites again. Ooh, okay. Uh, 17 on the die will go 21. Hit. Seven points of piercing make me another fortitude save. Okay, I think I know the stakes now. <laughs> yeah. That Don't is a fail. 19. 19 so, would have failed, yeah. but uh, not critically so. Uh, and then it's going to move. Didn't it didn't spend three actions with a step? Oh, you're right. You're right, it did. It, it stepped up to you, so that is its turn. Mir, you're up now. All right, Figgy's going to take his three persistent acid. It sucks. From there, I guess to help everybody, it's hard because I know I can do lots of, I can do bludgeoning damage, but it sounds like I have to disable these. So I'm going to spend two actions to disable or try. Um, okay, so two actions lets you use disable device. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Natural one. Um, so uh, that- Natural one triggers a trap. Oh, no. Mm. Uh, it's just going to trigger on you since you did that. Natural one on my part, so it doesn't miss you. Good. Okay, final action. All right, final action. She's going to command Figgy to stride and strike. Okay, he runs up on the Necrophidius that had moved past him. 14. 14 misses. Yeah, all right, so then he's got to roll to see if he beats the acid. Yes, DC 15. As he runs over to Vec for some chalk. He's right next to Vec. Um, I only got an 11. 11, okay. That does not save. It is Vec's turn. Now, I will say, if you have the chalk, you can spend an action to aid an ally. That's how these persistent things work. Like, if he was on fire, you could try and, you know, pour water on him or, you know. You stole my thunder. That's exactly what I was planning on doing. I was really hoping you weren't going to move him too far away, Haley. But yes, Figgy is right next to Vec. He says, all right, don't breathe in for a second. I got dust coming on you. And he's going to shower him with chalk dust. Okay, so the next time he has to make a save, it's a DC 10. Awesome. Hopefully that helps his chances a little bit. Then Vec has two actions left. Oh, man, I mean, it wasn't successful before, but both of these creatures are within 30 feet. There's a chance one or both of them could fail. Mm -hmm. So the electricity arcs out from his hands, and I need a reflex save from each one individually. Sure thing. Ooh, I think you got the far one, which is just a 16. Regular uh, failure? Yeah, the other one is a 27, which I'm sure will just be a regular success. Regular success. Okay, cool. Oh, maximum damage to 12 points of electricity for the full, six for the half. Nice. Owie. Yeah, and the electricity just crackles up the ribs and spine of these snake-like undead-looking constructs. Undead-looking, yes. Keywords. But that's it. Okay. Sylvie. Sylvie takes her four points of persistent damage. Ouch. <sighs> not fun. Pretty rough. And Sylvie moves up. She's not quite able to get into a flank position. 
Yeah, you're not in panache. You don't get that extra speed. Uh, I know. I really, really need that extra five feet. But she doesn't have it. Uh, She is up right next to the creature, so she is going to attack. Okay. What weapon are you using? When she used her kukri and it actually hit, did she feel like it mostly went through? Uh, She felt like it all went through. Okay. She's going to use her kukri then. All right. That's a 25. 25 hits. Ah, really, really would like this... uh, extra damage, uh, but that's a seven seven damage. Okay, this thing is just grasping onto its animation for dear non-life. Ooh, she has one more action, so let's try okay. to hit one more time with that kukri. Roll high. <gasps> I rolled an 18. Uh, that is a 25. Yep, that hits. Doesn't crit. That's another seven points of damage. Okay. You rake the kukri up this like weird snake-like spine and ribs it has, and it almost sounds like a xylophone as the metal cling, 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 clings up the thing. And then it just, all those ribs crack off and it crumbles to dust on the side. Yay. Yes. Okay. Before Diego is able to act... Does the oh. flat-footed go away? It's been a the flat-footed is, is gone. Do I get yes. a, a, oh, sorry. Do I get... You do get a save, okay. DC 15. <gasps> 15! You are no longer uh, dying of acid. Yay! It's weird. Like, does acid still count as burning? Yes, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. You're no longer burning? I think so. Anyway, the trap's going to go off. And first it's going to... Oh, sorry, Vec. I hate this trap so much. <laughs> there are other people in the party, you know. Yeah, you're just number two on the die. That's yeah. what I keep rolling. All right. Ooh. Yeah, it's a 26. It's definitely going to hit you. Sure got me. Can't wait. 10 points of acid damage. Ooh, looking a little gnarly here. And exactly two points of persistent acid damage. Can't wait. Let's roll this guy again. Ooh, number five. That's Figgy. Oh, natural 20. No. Can I hero point you? No, you can't do that. It's impossible. So that is 16 points of acid damage. And the persistent damage goes up to six. Final roll. That is Sylvie. Uh, oh, uh, can she nimble? You can nimble okay, dodge. I will nimble yes. dodge. This is an attack roll at you. Okay. Oof, but an 18 on the die, that's going to be a 27 to hit you. Yeah, that's going to hit. Yeah, I figured that would be just a regular hit. That's nine points of acid damage and three points of persistent acid damage. As this persistent damage just keeps stacking onto the group. Diego, you're up. Okay, Diego calls back behind him. Take care of the trap. I've got this last one. Hopefully he does. I'm going to try to take some swings now. Natural too. Oh man, is this gonna be a repeat? Maybe we'll see. Next so roll. I know earlier you said you were gonna roll really bad in the final encounter. I think you forgot this one isn't the final. This encounter. isn't. The I final think encounter. I think I, maybe I should clarify and just say maybe the severe <laughs> encounters. This feels pretty severe to me. It's not. Oh no. <laughs> Natural one on the second attack. Uh, oh my! You gonna, you gonna attack three times? No. 
am no. going to take a step back. Okay, you take a step back. Oh boy. It is that Necrophidius's turn. It's going to step up and it's going to attack at Diego. Die. Okay, 22. Hit. Max damage, 13 points of piercing. Ooh. Don't worry, I got this. Miss, miss, retreat immediately. Hit. <laughs> <Smack>. <laughs> roll me a uh, good roll me a fortitude save. Oh no. That's a 17. Okay. Would be a failure, but incapacitate. Thank I need him to roll like the one and two he's been rolling to attack on that. Yeah, thank God. I use those on my attack rolls. Otherwise, this could be yeah. worse. It's attacking at you again, bud. That's fine. I've been However, built with three on the yeah. die, it, it totally misses you. Whew, man. They called that thing experience for a reason, that Necrophidius. He's, mm-hmm. he's crafty. Mir, you're up. I don't know if Mir has a choice besides to heal Figgy. He's not doing Well, yeah, good. he takes his six points of yeah. persistent damage now. Yeah. He's at three health. Oh, yeah. He'll probably die to persistent if you don't do something. Right. I have to heal him. And um, I, I for, for what it's worth, I do go next. If you wanted to focus on traps, I can hit him with one of the big bomb healings. Yeah, he's just going to continue to take persistent regardless, I guess. When does the trap go, though? Before me. The trap goes right before okay. Diego. Yeah, I'm last in initiative. So, uh, All right, I guess Mir will try to disable device then. Okay. Figgy is whimpering, um, so you would know. Yep. Thank you, Griffin, for providing. <laughs> you can see, like, some of his hair is coming off. Oof. A 26. 26. You disable one of the skulls. Great. You could command Figgy to perform surgery on himself. No. I am going to give Diego guidance because (laughs) we're struggling a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, Figgy, all on his own, no questions asked is going to move closer to Vec by one square. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then I'm going to roll to remove that person. Remember, it's a DC 10 because Vec put the chalk all over him. Okay. 18. Yeah. Okay. That's big because that stops the six persistent acid he had. Thank goodness. All right. Next in the order is Vec. Okay. Vec, you're going to take your persistent damage, your two. Two. Thank you so much for that 10, because... Oh, Figgy. Yeah, I get you, I get you. All right, so I took my two. He's going to say, I got you, little buddy, and uses a level two heal. Okay. Right down the middle on this one. Is that right? 31 points of healing. Right down the middle. Excellent healing. He's got D12s, and it's going to yeah. be like, what, 2D12 plus 8? 2D12 plus 16, because it's level 2, and then plus 2 because of my moderate curse. I'm only 10 down now. Thank you. Sweet. Good. That is Huge. That is uh, a level 2 spell down. I think I only have one of those left, so I'm getting pretty close to tapped out. Vec has to keep up the momentum here, though. I'm burning through chalk sticks like crazy <laughs> as he applies chalk to himself. <laughs> we don't, don't have worry. the copper pieces to keep up with this demand. 
Yeah. I have 10 sticks of chalk. I know I haven't done this 10 times. When I re-listen to the episode, I'll count them all up. Yeah, and count them all up. Deduct all that chalk. Doesn't matter because I don't make my uh, check. All right. Sylvie, you take your persistent acid damage as well. Yes, she does. She looks over to Diego saying, interesting tactics, but I trust you. <laughs> and she turns her attention to the traps and attempts to disable them. Okay, make me a thievery check. Really trusting in Diego's abilities here. <gasps> the last two rounds would tell you, you should. <laughs> <laughs> I know. See. She's not good at reading people though, so she she has too much faith. Uh, You're not good at reading people. He's not good at hitting people. <laughs> uh, she is good at disabling this device, though. That is a natural 20 for a 30. Well, a natural 20 works towards two successes, which means the trap is fully disabled. Yes! Oh, thank God. Uh, however, you're still in combat. That was so yeah, good. Because it was about yeah. to trigger right after... Emily's turn, yeah, right? Yeah, I was just about to go. You really needed that. Otherwise, it was going to at least try and hit somebody. Uh, so that was two actions for yep. Sylvie. She's going to try to tumble through. Tumble through, get that panache. Oh, another natural 20. Oh, what? goodness. I, I, re- right. I wish there was a critical success. Um, <laughs> yeah, you really need it for the tumble through. You've been critting on those. Uh, that that certainly does it. All right. So, oh, uh, well, I guess I, I. Yeah, you can move into that okay. alcove if you want to set up. Set the up flank. the flank there. All oh, right. Great. Um, well, she's now in a state of panache, but cannot attack because that was all three actions. But hey, we're flanking now. Very successful turn, Diego. Sylvie flanking with Diego might just give him the extra benefit he needs to hit. Let's find out. You have guidance too. Thirteen on the die. Yeah, I'm gonna use it on my second attack. I think if I'm able to. That is a twenty-four to hit. Twenty-four does hit. Here we go. Here we go. Big damage. That's twenty-six points of bludgeoning. With uh, three of that being positive. What's that look like? Oh, he just he brings them all around, catches the Necrophidius against the wall, like shattering some of the. <laughs> inactive skulls in the process you see like three or four of the vertebrae completely get crushed and the necrophidius falls in two separate halves down to the floor it's just a couple of bulging discs down there (laughs) take him to the chiropractor well i think we'll continue the curse campaign next time all right can't wait to start with a flat check woo oh boy The Bestow Curse Podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.